A registered dietitian and a personal trainer walk into a bar. Wait, do they even go to bars? Are they allowed? Do they let those kind of people in? Uh, yes. Yes, they do. Hi, I'm Mindy, a registered dietitian. And I'm Cheryl, a certified personal trainer. We became friends through fitness in our 40s. And one of us is still there, and the other, well, we'll get to that later. Our friendship was built through sweat and laughter, and that is where this adventure was born. This podcast is where midlife meets real life. We talk about all things nutrition, fitness, aging gracefully, and our adventures together. Thanks for listening. We're back. How's your week been? You know what? It's been pretty good. Busy. It's a little bit chilly these days, but it's good. Not today. You? Today the sun's shiny. I know, but you know, it's so nice. I know it's coming, but it's coming. That's why I was just enjoying the sunshine today. For sure. So yeah, but it's been a good week. Got some workouts in, taught some classes. Awesome. Yeah. So neither of us taught today. So what was your workout today? So today I actually did upper body. I did chest and triceps. Mm. So I chose that today because we did a workout over the weekend and I kind of paid attention to what I did there and what I did not get as much activity in. Does that even make sense? I said I said that was such code words like for some activeness. Reason. Activation. So That's there, what you're looking yeah. for. So there were moves on Saturday that we did that I that were more heavy shoulders. So I did not want to do shoulders again. So I tried to balance that out. Well, that's shocking because I taught it and I, I but there was some, there was some good shoulder stuff. And I stuff did have your shoulders. That's I know. shocking. Which is great. So that's why I chose that for today. What about you? What'd you choose today? I was all in for legs. I did a lot of just tried and true moves, two by 15, lunges, squats, sumos, lots of just good old leg moves. That's on my, that's on the docket for me tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. And then I took a walk with the fam. And again, because the sun was shining and I was like, I've got to get out in the sunshine because I feel like bad weather is coming. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. And I had to get some extra steps in today in the sunshine. So I love taking a walk. I did that too as well. I took a walk and that's something I've been trying to do on the regular, making sure I get the walks in. Because it's easy, really. I mean, the Mm -hmm. hardest part is just getting out and doing it and then figuring out if the weather doesn't cooperate, do you have another alternative? Yes. Today, we made our our younger son go with us. We're like, we just said, go put on your shoes. You're coming with us. And he was like, what? What? Just, yeah, you're just coming with us. But I'd rather go play football at, nope, nope. So he brought his football with us. So we, we did play football as we walked. Nice. But... He came with us nonetheless. So what is your strategy when the weather is not cooperating? There are times that I would go, we'll go to the gym and get on a treadmill. But the other day, the weather was terrible. I'm going to say ew. I know. It's like my least favorite. Treadmills are just... It, it's effective. It is effective. If, there, if that is the only way you can get a walk-in, go find yourself a treadmill. But for me, I struggle with that a little bit more. And so I actually went to, we have a mall nearby that is literally a giant circle. So you don't have to go up there, up and downstairs. You just literally walk in a circle. And um, so I did that. I actually went and pretty nice. It's a little less than a mile around. And that's how I got my walk in that day. Nice. Definitely something I recommend to folks if the weather is bad and you don't have anything in your house, like a walking pad or a treadmill or a bicycle or elliptical or anything in your home that you can definitely go to. Also have some 
walking videos up my sleeve that I recommend. So you can always have a plan that we I mean, we can't expect the weather to be beautiful every day. So no. we got to figure out how to, what's, what's our plan B? What's our plan C maybe? Yeah. All right. So this podcast, we are going to talk about, we are both group fitness instructors and Cheryl is actually also a personal trainer. Actually also. Actually also. I didn't need to say both words. I don't know. It felt right. I think sometimes we just add some words in there. It's good. <laughs> actually also. And she's a personal trainer also. <laughs> and I just want you to know that is not my strength at all because I'm not a personal trainer. We both teach group fitness and we just wanted to talk a little bit about what we teach because you may not know about at least definitely one format that we want to talk about and how we fit our own needs and workouts in and how that's challenging with all of the classes that we teach. I teach six to seven classes a week. How many do you teach? Oh, I didn't know we were having a pop quiz. It's a pop quiz. quiz. I didn't know. Pop quiz. Um, I teach three but I participate. I also am in classes with you and kind of co-teach a couple of classes with you. Yes. So that adds that to that number. Right. So you probably are in more than me. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, nobody told me about the quiz. I did not study. Well, okay. You know, it keeps you on your toes. It does. So the first one we're going to talk about, we both of us teach three main formats and they are Strong Nation, Zuma Fitness. And the third one we teach is a weights class, which goes by different names depending on which gym we're teaching in. But it's basically a weights class. So the first one we're going to talk about today is called Strong Nation. That is one of our favorite. We love it. I love it so much. It is hard. It's extremely hard. But Strong Nation is a choreographed class. So just like Zumba Fitness, it's choreographed, but it is a HIT class. So high intensity interval training. So it's going to combine body weight, muscle conditioning with cardio and plyometric moves. But it is synced to the music just like Zumba is, which is why we also love it. But it's not choreographed like dance. No, it's not dance. There's nothing dance about it. Which sometimes confuses people. Back in the day, it had a different name. It was called Strong by Zumba. So people would come to class mm -hmm. ready to dance intensely. I, I think that's <laughs> what they thought. They're like, oh, it's going to just be an intense dance class. A higher level Zumba class. And they were often shocked. Yes. Well, we told them. I mean, they came and they talk to us about it. We tell them, oh, I know Zumba's in the name. The smart marketing folks at Zumba took the Zumba name out of it mm -hmm. and call it Strong Nation now. So just to kind of separate it from the Zumba name. But yeah, the verses are the same or like the chorus is the same. So once you get the moves down, you can really dig into those moves and get a little deeper into them. You're like, oh yeah, I remember the chorus coming back around. It's the same moves which we love. They are very unique moves. I think what it's taught us, first of all, it's hard, right? Hit training is hard, but they're also very unique moves. We get choreography sent to us every month and we watch them and we're like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know if my body will do that. I think what we love about it so much, I'm speaking for me too, is it's made us do things that we never thought possible and we can do them. And then we get better at them because we just keep doing them. And it's what we try to encourage our students too. Like, even if you came to your first class and you were like, what was that? Come back, keep coming back. Cause we keep the same, they're built on quadrants and tell them to keep coming back. You'll get stronger. You'll get better at it. You'll get more familiar with the crazy moves. And then you'll feel like a total badass. <gasps> was that the first ass i think it's the first <laughs> ass of the podcast and it wasn't me oh <laughs> you know i think we have talked about this before i took mindy's zumba class first 
And then the next class I took, I decided I was going to try this class called Strong by Zumba at the time. I knew it was hard. I did know that. And again, if you go back and listen to some podcasts, I've talked about it. I was so afraid because I had heard, I hadn't Googled anything or any of that, but I had heard. Through the grapevine? Through the grapevine, I guess so. That it was hard, that it was just intense. It was hit training. It was burpees. It was crazy side plank, leg lifts, flip aroundness. But I knew it was hard and I was so afraid to go. But the more I went, it was so fun. And you do, you leave feeling so strong and so accomplished. Like, oh my gosh, I totally just did that. I would have maybe never tried, but the music, the way they create it, they're brilliant because it does push you in ways that you don't think you can do. And then you get up at the end and you're like, oh my God, I totally just did that. I did that. I totally did that. Yeah, the music is pretty cool. You use fast-paced rhythms like EDM, hip-hop, and fusion genres. They have amazing music producers like Timbaland and Steve Aoki. You know, you have that beat drop and you have that awesome music that drives the beat. You know, you crank that music up. I like the music loud, of course. It doesn't make you feel so bad that you're doing all of those different exercises, lunges and squats. And there's a lot of kickboxing and martial arts component with jumping jacks and all kinds of different, again, challenging moves that are in there. Yeah. So it's built on four quadrants. Tell me about the four quadrants. Okay, so there's four. Qu- I love this. It's this another really, pop quiz. It's another pop quiz. No, it's not. But I'm a little more prepared for this one. So it's four quadrants. So it's a warm up, four quadrants, and a cool down. Quadrant one is called ignite. Quadrant two is called fire up. Or or those quadrant. are or those are reversed. Or quadrant one is called fire up, and quadrant two is called ignite. We just can't remember. Can't remember. But we do know it's one of those. And you're going to fire up and ignite at the beginning of class. We know that. And then quadrant three is push your limits. That's usually the hardest one of all of them. Then there's quadrant four that is called floor play. (laughs) It's on the floor. It's on the floor. So that always ends on the floor. And like Mindy said, it's all body weight. No weights. No weights at all. And it's just, it's it's an amazing workout. And the more you do it, the better you get, the more you understand what's coming. You've seen the moves before. We try not to psych you out and change out all quadrants at the same time. We want you to feel successful and we want you to leave feeling like a badass. Oh, she said it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's what I feel like when I take it. I really do. Like, wow, I just, my body just did those weird, crazy moves, but I did it. Yeah. It does. It's not perfect, but I did it. I think we have definitely have, you know, people that take that class that they keep coming back to that class. Mm -hmm. They get used to it. So each quadrant has three songs if you're doing a 60 minute class, but most of our gyms we teach at it's 45 minutes. So we trim it, but they get used to kind of a pattern of what that is. For example, quadrant one, the second song in quadrant one is always a push-up challenge. So you always know you get a warm up, you get your first song in quadrant one done. And then that second one's going to be on the floor. And that third one's going to be a leg challenge. You kind of get used to what that looks like. And then they know. And the other day they were telling me what was supposed to be going on <laughs> in the wrong songs I was playing. And I think we definitely get into it and get used to it. And I'm so impressed. We've had some beginners come this year and they've come back. They have come back. Yeah. And they're doing it. Love it. And really no age. Cheryl and I, uh, the benefit of us co-teaching it is that there are two to three levels for each move. And we kind of communicate, you know, sometimes better than others, but you know, whatever. Anybody that's in our class is listening going, they, do they, they communicate? Do, do they really do they? Do they? <laughs> 
one of us is doing the lower level and one of us is doing the high. And we tell you that at the beginning of the class, follow one of us, not I know some people try to do both of us at the same time, but we're telling you if you want to choose low and you never want to go to the floor and you never want to jump, follow one of us that's doing the low move. And then the other one is doing a higher level. So we can pick it up for those people that really want to take it to a higher level. So that's the benefit of co-teaching that class, which again is another thing we just really love about that class. It is one of my favorite formats to teach. And I love teaching it when we can teach it together mm -hmm. because it's just fun teaching with you. But secondly, it does allow our students to see both in real time and not, you know, when I teach by myself, I have to show a low and I'm like, stay here. If you want to go higher, you can. Typically, they all try to, you know, they just try to mirror, mirror what they're seeing. Right. And so it is, it's a great format and it's a ton of fun to teach together for sure. And it is ageless. Like we have young people. I actually had a student um, a couple years ago come to class and I kicked her butt <laughs> and she was sore for days and it Love was it. awesome. Um, <laughs> I probably pushed a little harder that class to prove a point. What were you trying to prove? That I was not old and I was strong and I could kick her butt. Yeah. And that's what I did. But we also have people that are in their 70s. And they do it. And I love it. Yes. We have an older gentleman who started coming maybe the beginning of the year, maybe the end of last year. End of last year. Yeah. He's amazing. I mean, he's so kind. He's like, y'all are amazing. And he keeps coming. He actually stayed for Zumba the yeah. other day and stayed the whole class. The whole class. So he did both. It's really neat to see people get excited over it and feel that strong after. And they show up. And it's hard. Like some days I don't want to show up for it. <laughs> Because oh, I just I know. know it's a hard workout. I know what I was going to say. So before I retired and was in your classes way more often. So when I was just like a drop in every once in a while, mm -hmm. I would show up and Mindy would start class and she'd be like, Cheryl's going to do all the high. <laughs> I did? Oh, yes. I don't remember that. Okay. I promise that happened. Mm -hmm. Which is really hard. Not so much anymore. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm like, I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. Now we kind of go back and forth, which is so we can't say, okay, if you're low, follow Cheryl for the class. And if you're high, follow Mindy. No, we're like, just you know, pick one. We we do say which one we're doing when we're yeah, doing we it. Yeah, we do say, I'm high. Yeah. And so the people that keep coming, they know the high. The people who want to go high, they keep coming to class. They know exactly what to do. I don't, we don't really even have to tell them. They know. They've seen it. It, they've done it. They know what high looks like. Yeah. But making sure those people who want the low, you know, have somebody to follow and can stay low and feel like that they can do that on their own and they don't have to be doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. The last thing I was going to say about Strong Nation is that I do feel like it is the class that you see the most change in your strength in your body the fastest. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because of it is your body weight. And so the more you do it, just like if you do a plank, if I hold a 30 second plank today, I can probably hold a 45 second plank tomorrow. Like you just get stronger. It's a big jump from one well, day to the next. Okay, okay. So maybe it's a five second <laughs> jump every day or Go whatever. Ahead. The progression, you know, your body figures some things out and you, you progress it a little bit quicker. Truly see those changes where I think when people come to weights classes, they sometimes will only lift a certain weight and they never progress past that certain weight for whatever reason. And so it's not their body doesn't change, but I feel like Strong Nation, if you want to see a change in your physique and a change in your strengths, that's the class. Yeah. And it's just body weight. It's which body is, weight. Yes. But I mean, we're doing some things down on the floor. That you're just not used to. Right. And I mean, so, holding a plank for a little bit longer in a bear, but also then, you know, swinging your leg through or tapping out to the side or lifting an arm or... Yeah. So it's definitely not just holding a plank or holding a bear. Exactly. You're doing some things and you're 
All kinds of things. All kinds of things. But since you mentioned weights, we're going to move on to our next format that we teach, which is a weights class. And part of that you just mentioned, like they don't progress. I mean, you are getting different. You don't know what you're getting when you get there, right? So it's not like a progression. And I did talk about wanting to have a class where I'm going to tell them that for the next month, we're doing the same workout. So they just know that they're getting the same workout like every Wednesday. Um, I do need to do that. I think you saying that highlights just some of the challenges of teaching group fitness, Mm -hmm. right? Because you have people that we're there only a couple of days a week. Mm -hmm. They're coming to different people's classes along the way. And we're always trying to make sure that in the class where we're teaching now, it's a full body workout. That's what, that's what it's billed as. That's what people are coming and expecting where say, for example, we are only giving them legs on that day. Well, we don't know what the person on Tuesday taught. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes they'll tell us. <laughs> yes, but usually it's not till we're already there and we have a workout written. Right. And they're like, oh, we just did this yesterday. And so we have to punt and, and make another adjustment or whatever. Yes. And that's just, that's just a challenge. You know, they're expecting full body. I mean, that's what it's advertised as, and that's what they want to come and get. I mean, they want to come and get the full total package. I did just talk about recently on my Instagram page about how it is the first of the year and it's been challenging. I get, I don't, I didn't forget. I know that it's the first of the year and my classes have been larger than normal. And this week, a couple times I walked into a room with a workout written And I looked around the room and I met some new people and went, okay, I'm going to make some adjustments as we go. And just form cues, corrections, just, I don't really call out specific people. I'm just saying in general, you know, give guidelines. I don't want to call anybody out, but it's definitely different than a personal training situation where I can stand there and correct your form. So especially this new year, I've been like, just, I just don't want anybody to get hurt. (laughs) Please protect yourself and just know your body. If it doesn't feel good, stop it. You know, if you have pain or because that can happen and people can get injured in class. I would almost recommend, not almost, but if you're starting something like that to see a personal trainer first and get the, the form is so important. Get that down first and then start attending group classes as far as weights go. I think that's a great suggestion because in a class, you can't correct everybody's form. Mm -hmm. And even if you were to walk around and try to do that, by the time you got to the next person, you need to be moving on to the next move. Right. Trying to keep track of that at the same time. Oh, good night. (laughs) Could you imagine? We both struggle with that. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) No. People just be like doing bicep curls for For, days. Yeah, for five minutes. (laughs) Like, um, are we moving on to the next move now or... Are we, are we done with this one? I think the other part of teaching those weights classes, you've got a bunch of different people in the room, a bunch of different levels in the room, a bunch of form cues that need to be corrected. I think we both try to keep it fairly simple, but also keep it interesting. Yeah. You have people in the room that have been there a long time and they get bored sometimes with the plain Jane moves. But the truth is the plain Jane moves are what create the change and create the growth and create the strength that you want. But with progressions, which again is hard to do in a group fitness setting. But truly with weights, most of the time those progressions really probably could just be a little bit of heavier weights, a little faster speed Mm -hmm. and those kinds of things. And I think people sometimes just want 
something a little more fancy. Yeah. It, you know, it is challenging for us to keep coming up. I mean, we've been doing this for years and years coming to a group fitness class. Now we both keep notebooks. So we write workouts and keep them and have like so many notebooks (laughs) of workouts written. So I don't, I'm not always coming up with a new fangled workout. I can just flip back through my notebook and pick one from like six months ago or last year. They won't know. I I don't even remember. Yeah, but it, it, it is challenging to try to take simple moves, but do them in a different way, you know, a different pattern, add a little twist to it just to just to keep it engaging. For sure. Change those reps and sets and all the all that stuff that just keeps people coming and keeps the program keeps your body moving forward. All that fit, all that fitness, frequency, intensity, time. Yeah. All that stuff. And there's another. Look at you. What's the T? Oh, gosh. Tempo. It is tempo. Frequency, intensity, Time, Time and, and tempo. tempo. Look at wow! What? what? The other part of teaching the classes that we teach and making sure we get our own workouts in. Do we want to go there now? Yeah. Or are we going to go to Zumba first? No, we can talk about that. It is a huge challenge because when we're teaching full body workouts. But we're also trying to train our bodies Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to train? Like we said at the beginning of the show, what did you do today? What did I do today? Mm -hmm. And figuring out what am I going to do? Why am I going to do it? And coming up with the plan of how to get your workout in. Just, you know, when we're teaching classes, we are working out with the students, but we're not pushing myself as hard in those workouts when I'm leading them as I am when I'm doing them on my own. Because of course I'm not. Well, we're trying to lead a class, right? It's not our workout. Right. When we're teaching a class, that's not our workout. Now we're trying to sneak a little something, something in there. Yes. We're trying to do something, but we're also trying to watch everybody's form. We have to stop. We have to set the timer. We have to adjust. We might not want to lift as heavy as we would because we're actually talking, right? We're trying to correct form. So I might not want to lift my heaviest weight. Also, we're limited in weights. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other thing. But so yeah, that's not really our workout. And when I teach three full body workouts a week, then what am I supposed to do on those off days? Or they're not off days, but on the days I don't teach, trying to figure out what I can do on my own to progress my own body, knowing I'm going to lift everything the next day. Mm -hmm. Selfishly, I think sometimes I'll adjust the workout. You mentioned we won't do like a leg day, but we might go leg heavy. Mm -hmm. And I could go leg heavy and then walk around more for the arm movements, something like that. We can do it. It just takes a little bit of preparation on our end. And the other piece to that is that Cheryl and I both made it to where we can do that at our home. We could go to the gym on our off days too, where we teach and use their equipment, which we have done in the past. But we've also made it so that plan A and plan B and plan C. So when my kids were younger, I didn't have a gym in my home and I just put my weights. They were literally sitting on the fireplace. And so I could work out in the living room and stir the pasta and put the chicken in the oven and watch my kids run around because I just didn't want any excuses. Now, luckily, we have a little space in the basement that we created over COVID that has all that equipment. I can go downstairs and get my exercises in. And you've created a space for yourself also. So I have a studio in my house that I train clients there and train myself. <laughs> and I think sometimes it's so funny. I'll get in there and I'll get ready to do a workout. And I'm like, what, what am I going to do? And I'm like, you are a personal trainer. <laughs> Write a workout and do, do the workout. That is what I have done in this new year. I have taken it back to the basics and that's what I'm doing. Yes, I definitely have seen the most progress in my body when I'm following a program. Like we talked about before, we followed Beach Body and 
other types, I use other types of programs out there too. That's when I see the most results, but that's what becomes challenging when you're teaching seven classes a week. How do you incorporate that in? And honestly, right now I'm kind of in survival mode. I've got a lot going on family-wise. I've got a kid graduating from high school. I've got two kids who are involved in a lot of different things. So I'm working out almost every day to have a rest day, but I'm definitely not in a program or a progression phase right now. We've kind of talked about this a little bit back and forth. Like, do we need to cut back our classes to give our own body the work it needs? But we like teaching. So we haven't quite done it. But when you start to ramp up your classes that you're teaching, it does make it a little bit challenging the work that you need on your own self and get your own workouts in that are challenging challenging and progressing and giving your body what it needs to really change. And because we've been doing this for so long, you know, our bodies are used to it. And so we really have to switch it up. Yeah. So we're going to move on to our third format that we teach, which is Zumba Fitness. (laughs) That's Zumba speak. (laughs) So I think most people do know what Zumba Fitness is. It's a dance fitness part. It's where I first started out with fitness. It is definitely Latin based, but also um, provides music from all over the world. It has all these different rhythms to it. And it's our cardio workout. And we love it. And yeah, so we teach that throughout the week also. And I will tell you, keeping up with that choreography, because you're constantly, you know, putting out new songs. And then the Strong Nation has choreography. So having two classes that require choreography on top of everything um, is challenging. That's one reason why I love the weights class so much, because I don't necessarily have to be working out with you and it's not choreographed. We love Zumba Fitness, yes? Yes. What I was going to say is imagine, and this is maybe it's going to date me, but that's okay. But remember like growing up when you would like make up your own dance moves and like just kill it. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, crush it. I mean, crush it. Imagine getting to do that like over and over and over and that is Zumba Fitness. Now there, there are people out there that choreograph their own stuff. For, for me, I learn other people's choreography. And it's just harder. Like when I was writing my own dance moves, crushing it, killing it, killing it. But that's what it is. It's just, it's a party. I mean, it truly is a sweaty, super fun party. You can really let loose. Like I feel definitely more free in that class. Sometimes we do have parties. We have theme parties sometimes. I mean, I'll get back to the, the workout clothes that come with it. But I did start in the previous podcast, you can hear, but I did start teaching fitness by creating my own dance class. I would just teach you choreography to a 30 count beat. I'd teach you the move, first move, second move. We'd build. And at the end of class, we'd have a whole routine. And we'd do that like five times and then the class would be over. So that's how I started out before I found Zumba because I've always loved to dance. But Zumba is definitely its own thing and they have their own clothes. They do? They do. I had no idea. I know, right? They have their own shoes. They, um, (laughs) (laughs) You name it. They've got it. Even thongs. They have thongs? Yeah. Yeah. You were on their website today, weren't I you? was. <laughs> <laughs> they do? Yeah. That is hysterical. Yeah. So we- I know the next gift I'm buying. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we get trapped in the Zumba store sometimes, but it's super fun and colorful. We have shoes that are like Skittles, just all different colors. They are like Skittles. I know. Um, taste the rainbow. But we love them. It makes us happy. We've talked about before, too, going to Zumba convention, and it's just a happy fest. You know what? And sometimes when life is dreary and getting you down, you just need to put on some loud (laughs) ass pants and dance. Totally. I think that's the end. (laughs) 
I think that's the end of this podcast. We do want to say that we have some exciting guests coming up. So if you like our episodes, we're going to have some guests joining us and venturing out on some different topics. So I hope you'll stick with us and listen to the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please share on social media and tag us on Instagram at strong over 40 dietitian and at training with Cheryl. Don't forget to like, share, and leave a rating and review. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.